it's been a good week. We've done we've done quite a lot, haven't we? We've ticked off um, ticked lots of bit boxes. Sorry, I'm working on the business this week, but I want to update people first because I started the podcast last week with an appeal, if you remember. So I was appealing to our Guernsey listener base. You were indeed, um, yes. To see if anyone would would reach out and let us know that they're listening all the way from Guernsey. And we've tracked somebody down. <laughs> what did so, he track us down? Well, he tracked us down. Douglas White has been in touch. Hello, Douglas. Douglas, the new best friend of the podcast. Yay. We said last week that if you send a voice note, then you're, you're pretty much guaranteed to be listener of the week. If you send a video like Douglas has, then you're automatically best friend of the podcast. Do we have to put him on our Christmas card list now? Yeah, it looks that way. So Douglas has been in touch. He sent us a fabulous video, um, which really made our day, didn't it? Yeah, it's, it it's, it's, it's great to hear from people, and that's why we like voice notes. But to actually see one of our listeners um, out and about listening to the podcast and getting in touch um, all the way from Alderney um, is just uh, fantastic. So oh, it, was, it was lovely. Um, there he was, was with his headphones by the sea, pointing at Guernsey. You know, it's just lovely. Should we play the message? Yeah, I think okay. we should. Let, let, let's hear from Douglas. Good morning. Well, I'm out listening to the uh, the podcast, and you said you've got an awful lot of listeners in Guernsey. Well, I'm in Alderney. That's Guernsey there, but we all come under the same um, state, as it were, for statistics point of view. So out on the cliffs, I'm really enjoying the podcast. Just bought a couple of houses in Cardiff to turn into a good um, high-end essays. Um, going to be a four and a three bed linked by a courtyard so we can let them separately or together for larger groups and uh, everything I've heard so far on the podcast is just really really useful um, and at some point in the autumn we're going to go and um, stay at Eaton House because I'm fascinated by the place so thanks for all the work you're doing for us um, I joined the net game club as well so we're going to look into that as well and uh, have a great day Douglas, thank you so much for sending that video in. It was fantastic to see your face and to uh, to hear that you're getting value out of the podcast. I do wonder sometimes that we're actually putting people off service oh, no. accommodation, but um, that's great if you're enjoying the podcast. And so if anybody is out there anywhere in the world, Guernsey or otherwise, and you want to send us a DM or a voice note or even a video, then we do love to hear from you. And it, it just it helps, doesn't it? Yeah, it really we... does. It just makes us feel as though we're not just talking to ourselves up in our little yeah absolutely so thank you again and we love to hear from you so please do reach out so we've got lots to cover again yep. as you said it's been um a busy week it's been a really productive week very productive we've had lots of meetings yeah. haven't we talked to lots of people this week we've done a full circuit of of all of our properties we've been down to the south coast we've been across to yeovil in somerset we've been back up again um really focusing on moving the business forwards this week which has been fantastic yeah. and, and, and much needed so we've got an update for everybody on the cliffhanger that we left them on last week about um making friends with our neighbors yeah. over at eaton house so um we will update you on that one we had our annual review with uh, the bank that funds mm -hmm. a lot of our commercial projects so that was interesting so we'll update you on that and also we are talking a little bit about future plans and what we've got in the pipeline and things that are coming up and so where do we go from here lots to cover so i think we should just get straight into it let's do it let's do it Hello everyone, my name is Mark Winship. And my name is Caroline Winship and together we run hotels and vacation rentals across the UK. With our team. Well, of course with our team, we couldn't do it without them. And one thing's for sure, though, there is never a dull moment. Well, you can say that again. Welcome to the Secret Serviced Podcast. Are we going with the Secret Serviced Podcast or Secret Serviced Podcast? So just to remind everybody, there is a, um, what would you call it again? It's not supported living, is it? It's a kind of retirement complex. Uh, yeah, it, basically the criteria to live so if you have to be over 60. It's, it's housing for over 60s, isn't it? Um, and that's, well, quite literally attached to Eaton House um, in one place, but it's a development that is sort of has shared nice, access. Yeah, it's and a nice development, actually. We, we had a little tour around as part of our meeting last week, and they're really nice properties, aren't they? Yeah. And there's a nice community feel 
for the residents that are there. It was really, really lovely. And um, we met a couple of the gentlemen that, that manage the, is it the management agency? Did no, they're right? not a management company. They're, they're on the board of directors that are sort of responsible oh, for looking after the, the, the complex and the residents. Um, and, um, you know, they're key stakeholders in uh, the whole development, I guess. And they're obviously very keen and let's be honest concerned mm. about um our plans and yeah. how we're going to operate as a hotel and um it's not a meeting we were particularly looking forward to there was always the potential for it to have a bit of an edge to it yeah i, I actually wasn't i was i was looking forward to it i was because i was very much you know you know up to this point we've been dealing with text messages and emails mm. and sometimes things can get misconstrued so i was actually very much looking forward to the opportunity clear the air. to meeting with these people and just to show them that we are we genuinely have everybody's best interests at heart and i know that when you actually meet mark and i that we do i hope we come over well and very genuine and we're not out to cause anybody any stress. We get, we know what it's like to be on the back end of being caused stress. So it, the last thing we would ever want to do is do the same to other people. And just to give a, a sort of almost like a logistic or a geographical um, eye view of where Eaton House sits with regards this this complex is um, we're actually set back from quite a main road. Um, so Eaton House, when you turn up this little road, is is a is a lovely imposing building in front of you, but you have to go past it up a road to where the shared driveway. It's a shared driveway yeah. to to go up there. So I think their concern has always been that we're in quite close proximity and our guests or whatever. You know, need to well, be they able have, to have, they have safeguarding concerns around guests potentially coming back to the hotel, having had a few beers in town and sort of wandering past the door and uh, finding themselves knocking on doors of the elderly yeah. residents and stuff like that. Now, um, I don't know how the previous hotel operated, but um, I am very confident that, you know, we have we have systems in place and um, I, I just can't see that being a big issue. We, but We've never had an issue with any of the units no, we've run, have no. we? No, even though they're remotely managed, we're very hands-on. The guests get very clear communication. Um, communication both before and after their stay they've got you know regular access to our team if they need to ask any questions and the the signage on the building is, yeah, is very very clear. clear but anyway that was just one of their concerns and it, and it did it did start off like frosty's not the right word no, but, but they were fine. definitely on their guard and I, and I totally get that they have um without going into all the sordid details in the background. They've and been people, trying to work this out for a long time. Well, people time. know that we picked this up from the receivers, that the previous um, that the previous operator of the hotel chain went bust un, under a bit of a cloud. And mm -hmm. anyway, they've had an extremely stressful time going through all of that. So it's no wonder that they're a little bit on the defensive, yeah. if you like, on, on their guard. And um, as it turns out, I think it was a very worthwhile meeting. It was a very important meeting to have, I think. I mean, you're amazing in that situation. You're, you were on fire. Well, um, I just wanted to put them at ease and just to let them know that actually we're on their side. And when one of the gentlemen said, look, basically all he wants to do is make sure that he had or has in place a safe environment for those people that live there and i thought yeah that's what it's all about we we want that place for them to be safe and we don't want to in any way you know cause yeah. them any any problems and i think we probably team up quite well against so we do we are also representing our own interests we're not you know we're not operating a, a charity as such in in the sense that we've got to make sure that you know the 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 functioning of the hotel is 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 at the forefront of our yeah. mind but like you said you're brilliant at showing empathy um more genuinely having empathy oh, not yeah, just showing absolutely. empathy having empathy um and finding common ground with people building rapport i mean you found out that one of the chaps actually went to loughborough grammar school yeah, where you teach. Yeah. i mean i got my phone out straight away to find some photos it was, a, <laughs> it, it, was it was a master class in talking to people and building rapport and everything yeah. else and, and actually at the end of it there were some very clear sensible actions you know a few ways in which we can collaborate Hopefully and actually address and that's what i how i wanted the meeting to start i think i was pretty clear at the beginning of the meeting look we've got a fairly good grasp on the history now we don't need to go back over all that old ground i really want to know what you want to see 
happen moving forward. Well, you and, just sat down and said, we're here to listen. Yeah, you? we're here to listen, but we're here to focus on solutions. That's the main thing. Let's get some solutions, some actions. And I think really, actually, it did sort of, it was an hour and a half meeting, and it, but it did sort of circle back to really what we were suggesting as solutions from the outset. But I think it was a very important process to go through, wasn't yeah. it? Building that relationship, showing, as we said at the end of the meeting, that we're not the opposition yeah. here. We are on the same side and we're just trying to find a way to make it work. Um, and I think that was... Um, that was a pretty good success. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, lines of communication have been opened. Um, we've introduced them to Jenna and to Danielle. Um, I've just remembered as well. Um, so in terms of actions, we are installing, because we had an issue, didn't we, where um, power on their side of the building was feeding the area, the TV aerial yes, that actually yeah. serves all the TVs. So we're going to get a separate booster installed now from our side so that we have uh, a maintainable power supply to the TV aerial from our side. Um, we've installed already the brilliant Matt Whelans has been uh, he's been on the case as always and we've already installed an additional CCTV camera that actually focuses on the, the junction between our two properties and yeah. where um, if anybody is sort of wandering unau unauthorized yeah, up that driveway, then we can clearly see that and we can identify whether it's a guest or whether it's just somebody randomly off the street. And that was big for them, wasn't it? That yeah, was very yeah, important. Yeah. And it's cost us a bit of money to install an extra camera and what have you. But in terms of collaborating, I think it's uh, it's small, small price yeah. to pay. And, and, and moving forward, hopefully we can just build on this relationship and just make it work because I genuinely, I mean, these people you know they put heart and soul into getting this sorted and just hopefully we can make hopefully this last bit a little yeah. bit easier for everybody it's, it's in our interest to make it work and at the end of the day um you know collaboration is is going to be the key for us to make a success mm. of this and and hopefully we can prove to them that we're actually the best possible scenario for them in terms of coming in so that was a real big yeah, that was positive good, yeah. wasn't it I, I wasn't looking forward to it but i'm very pleased that we did it and i think the outcome yeah. of that was was really really good yeah. and actually being present on site had a couple of other knock-on benefits didn't it because we got a couple of monster bookings oh, direct we did, actually. Bookings yeah we did that were in a sense completely by chance um that that we'd had inquiries come through one chap just had seen the property on Airbnb, I think it was, and just decided to rock up on the off chance. He probably just wanted to come and see the building and where it was located. It's but quite funny because he was trying the door handle to get in, which, of course, is locked just as I was walking through the lobby. Yeah. So, of course, I let him in. You know, why wouldn't I? <laughs> so we showed him around. We kind of found out where he'd been staying up till now. He's in the area visiting family periodically, and um, he's, he's paying a fair chunk um, for his current accommodation and was really impressed with what we had to offer. So that uh, equated to a £1,000 booking direct, which yep. was brilliant. And then we had a, another inquiry through Airbnb. Jenna jumped on it really quickly, realised we were actually at the building because we don't normally do viewings. Um, we don't normally do viewings, do we? We don't no. normally uh, – it, it's obviously being a remote. If, if there are cleaners on site and we can show somebody around, great, but that's not easy to coordinate. Yeah, yeah it was so. just really fortunate. Really fortuitous um, family, um, young lad um, who acted as the interpreter actually um, throughout, which was an interesting experience. But he's moving into boarding school, and I think the mum wanted to be close by for the yeah, first she had term. Two, yeah, it was the younger son, wasn't it, that she mm. really wanted to keep an eye on? Yeah. Really, so, yeah. yeah, so um, so that actually equated to. Uh, I forget, was it the best part of 8,000? It was 8,000 8, 8, 8, 8, yeah. pound booking, a direct booking as well, which was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So that's the two-bedroom flat, more or less, well, no, completely taken care of between... Um, now and Christmas, really. Now and Christmas, yeah, pretty much straight through. So that, that's really good. Um, slightly by chance, but also, again, great work from the team oh, all around, really, yeah. to sort of yeah. coordinate and uh, capitalise on that opportunity. Yeah. But it just shows you, you know, that's one, well, it's two-bedroom flat, but it's it's effectively one unit within yeah. what within the building that is effectively bringing in over £2,000 a month yeah, in, in, in bookings. Yeah. That's why we love this model. If we ever have to remind ourselves why why we do this and, and um, you know, the, the, the financial... Um, 
the the way this makes just so much sense financially is why I love these bigger projects and I love the apart hotels because the way the numbers stack is uh, really quite exciting. Yeah, is, so yeah, yeah. That, that was, was great. Good. That was good. We also have, this is going back to the beginning of the week now, which is a, an interesting one, I think, to talk to people about. We had a meeting with the bank. Oh, before that, though, which I think set our week off on the right foot, was we had our weekly meeting, which we haven't had for three months because it's been so mm. busy. Oh, yeah. We actually, we go to a place, I'm going to mention it, it's okay to mention it, isn't it? Breed and yeah. Health Spa, uh, where we go to when we have a bit of a success, we treat ourselves. We don't have a health spa, just to stress. We, yeah. we, we go to have a... Um, what no, no, but we do when we have like, you know, an end of a oh, project, okay. we treat okay. ourselves yeah, to yeah, a morning yeah. where we have yeah. a little bit of a spa. Okay. But no, it's a really lovely, really lovely place. And we met there for breakfast, didn't we? And we had our yeah. meeting there. And I think it just set us, you know, set us off on the right track. Uh, we had a meeting with the bank a few hours later, and I just felt prepped for it. And sometimes it's all about being prepped for these things, isn't it? I'm, I'm quite Mentally. big on that. And that's interesting. If anyone works together as a couple, uh, husband and wife or what, whatever it might be, and, and, you know, you live together and you work together, that can create some challenges. And I'm a big believer in taking things out of the environment. And I think, you know, where we have a business meeting, rather than just, you know, constantly just talking work and, and and not having any separation between work and normal life is actually you know going somewhere nice having a breakfast meeting but i find then it's so much easier to focus and treat that as a as a as an actual business meeting yeah. which is what it is because it's so hard to it, those le- yeah. lines are blurred aren't they sometimes it always seems to add 100 things to my to-do list that's the only thing i don't yeah, like no, about I'm a bit it worried but... about that because i come away smiling thinking oh good we're moving the business forward and then i think oh actually mark's doing a really good biz- job of moving the business forward <laughs> no it was good like you said and then as you said it primed us for our meeting with the bank this is an annual review we have with a bank um who fund um a good number of well most of our big commercial projects um this is when when you sort of start working on projects on that scale and particularly if you've got more than one of them um the bank actually want to come and meet you and they want to uh, sit with you in person and find out how things have been going on i think it's a bit like our mid mid stay clean i think they have to have eyes on the property make sure it's still standing yeah just uh yeah just 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 to keep tabs on everything but um but no it's, it's it's interesting because um Again, I think often when we're investing in property and, um, you know, we're looking at banks and development finance and bridging loan lenders, we're, we often, despite the fact that funding our projects, we often, I don't know, do, do we see banks as not the enemy, but do you know what I mean? We're always a little bit wary, aren't we? God, if ever a call comes through, I immediately think I've done something wrong. It was actually, this is always very, this we've, we've had it, but we had a, a, an annual catch up with them last year. Um, when you when you get the when you get the call you know and you're asked to provide a bit of material for the meeting you're always a little bit oh god what do they want what do they want to see that sort of thing but actually it's very collaborative very supportive they're very keen to understand how our business model's been going um you know how we've come out of the back of covid and how we're coping with the interest rate rises and yeah. um, are you, um, you going to mention how we're going to cope with our our new payment once we go off interest only <laughs> God, I put that on our Instagram stories. I don't know if anybody saw it, but um, we got a letter. Um, no, this is no, no joke. It was an email. Well, yeah, it was a copy of a letter, though, wasn't it? An official headed letter yeah. from the bank um, that was uh, just reminding us that we were coming out of our interest only period and, and switching on to um, full repayments, which we knew um, yeah, we were right. fully aware of. Yeah. Um, however, through some catastrophic typo or admin error, um, they politely informed us that um, in October our monthly monthly payments would be um, increasing to. 194 was it 194 194 pounds a month and i like the bit after that it said please make sure you have enough funds in your account to meet your direct debit at which point i fell off the chair and immediately called you (laughs) well i said to you that the good news is we'll have our mortgage paid off in six months i mean we'll be bankrupt long before we get there but um luckily (laughs) you know in you know there is always that tiny seed in the back of your mind thinking oh my god have we made a, a catastrophic error ourselves here yeah. so quickly on the phone to the broker who fell off his chair laughing um which made me feel a lot better and essentially it was an ab- it was a, an admin error yeah. we've now had confirmation that the that the change uh is uh, slightly more but certainly no 
nowhere near as much as £194,000 a month. Um, <laughs> I think if we hadn't spent most of the last few weeks fighting Booking.com so bitterly, um, we might have raised it. You know, we, we'd have some case to make a bit of a complaint here, right? Like that That's not a letter that you stressful. want to get through the door. Um, but anyway, I think we just decided to have a laugh at it yeah. and uh, flag it with them. And that was that. So yeah, we had a bit of a chuckle around that one. Um, but no, they were interested in what we've been up to. And they were, in many senses, really sort of pitching for our business, weren't they? They were keen to understand what we've got in the pipeline, other projects that we might be looking at. And I, I think they're, you know, they're growing as, as a bank as well. Mm. And they were keen to tell us about their development curve. And um, I, I just find it interesting that, you know, we've, we've come such a long way since think back to the early days when we were, you know, just really, you know, just pleading begging who will lend to us please you know you know what what who's going to support our projects to actually now the bank's coming out to us us, and saying you know come on guys crack on you know let's find another project because we quite like your model and and we want to lend more on it kind of thing so that's that's nice and that, that that just shows people out there that if you continue to grow and scale that you know you can get to the point where you have a slightly more um, collaborative relationship with your yeah. with your funders, and it's actually quite nice to meet them because then, you know, there are they 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 become f- people, not just yeah. names, and they are direct contacts, and yeah. and therefore we're not faced with a computer says no yeah. exercise or an endless loop of support when yeah. we call through a, um, a, a call center. So, um, so that's really useful, but, um, no, that, that was, uh, that was a productive meeting as well. So, yeah, um, and then just to cap off the meetings for this week, we also met with Kim and Lee, didn't we? Oh, and we talked Stay New so Forest nice. and we had a little bit of a chat around sales and marketing. We're, we're really planning now to give this a really big push as we head yeah. into the October. Cause it's been, I mean, period. we'll both admit it's been a little bit on the back burner for us with everything that's been going on and, and, you know, certainly with me giving up school, this is one of my focuses. Um, and, um, you know, I, I very much want to drive this business and um, make sure, well, it's a good excuse to go down to the New Forest and a good excuse to look at a little bit more merchandising. Mm-hmm. Hashtag cool. Broly Bubble Hat. Yeah, I, d- I think you're getting a little bit ahead of yourself with, with your merch requests, but um, we shall see. <laughs> no, I think the Broly's a really good idea because if we've got Stay New Forest on the Broly, let's face it, it's always blooming raining at the moment, isn't it? And even if the guests take the Broly, then, you know, they're spreading the word. You're expecting me to magic this merchandise out of thin air. I'm, I don't quite know where I'm going to get. Oh, you've got what's a couple the latest, of hours spare, What's the latest request list? Uh, um, a bobble hat. A bobble hat, a winter coat I saw on a message thread somewhere. Another gilet. An umbrella, a dog, like a dog coat. A dog coat. Branded um, dog coat. The, the, the people that do the gardening for us I would mean, quite like a few on. more T-shirts. Yeah. Baseball cap. Oh, if anyone's out there that does merchandising and would like to sponsor the podcast, mm-hmm. <laughs> joking side, no, no, we, 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 um, you've got always, to have something from it, haven't you? You like your merchandise, don't you? I do you? like my stash, to be fair, yeah. I yeah. do like my stash. But it was great to catch up with Kim and Lee. Yeah, um, it's brilliant. And, um, yeah, talk about how we're really going to give this a big push now because I think, you know, management clients who maybe had an okay summer, you know, you start to get into October, November time, calendar starts to empty. That's when people get a little bit jittery. But it's also when we know from experience that that we do really well and, and, and we can – prove to people that actually the seasonality that they're currently seeing with their current management setup or just by listing it themselves on Airbnb or what have you, you know, with our systems and our processes, you know, we're, we're, we're getting people really good occupancy rates, really good rates throughout the I year. Mean, we've so. got a brilliant team and I, I just think we should really shout about it. And well, that's what we're going to do is yeah. really going to push it because we are good. And Kim and Lee, down in the New Forest are absolutely amazing. And when we met, I did say to, to Lee, this probably is going to sound really bad on the podcast, but what I said to him that, you know, when I when I get between your sheets, it's like sleeping in a cloud. And then I thought about what I said and I thought, oh dear, that sounds really wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But no, like the linen that they, they put on, you know, because Lee does all the laundering, the linen that we use in the properties is just second to none, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, And speaking of Kim and Lee, um, 
I feel a bit bad that we're calling him today on the oh, podcast. It's, it's the bank holiday weekend and her team had, what, 10 properties to clean yesterday, I think. Um, I, I, I think she wasn't expecting to get home until gone nine at night. Um, I, do, I do feel a bit bad, but we'll keep it short, though. Yeah, I think they've been out cleaning again all day today as well. She must be exhausted. Yeah. But she, anyway, Kim, as always, has kindly agreed to jump on and have a chat with us. So should we give her a call and find out how it's all been going? Yeah, let's do. Okay, let's call Kim. Hi, Kim. How are you? Hi, good. Thank you. How are you both? Oh, yeah, we're good. You're looking, you're looking very fresh, very lively, full of energy, surprisingly, because <laughs> I know the, the last 24 hours has been pretty brutal for you, hasn't it? It really has, yes. Yeah, it's been... I, I, honestly, I don't know how I'm still standing at this point, but... um, you, yeah. don't get, you don't get to enjoy a bank holiday weekend, do you really? It's not in your, it's not in your repertoire. Nope. No, <laughs> no, it's really not. I think the only two days of the year that we, we don't work are... Um, Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Wow. So, oh, yeah. Mate. Oh, so, when people are like, yay, bank holiday weekend, it's like, ah, <laughs> for us. <laughs> uh, we, we have something a little bit similar, but not half as bad as you, but we do get issues, don't we? We get the holiday yeah, guests. Yeah, we, we have to brace ourselves, I guess, for, for bank holiday weekends and holiday periods and stuff like that, because that's when things are really going to mount up and you get sometimes the more challenging guests, I yeah. think, in those times. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, physically, that must be brutal. Was it 10 properties you had to clean yesterday? Yes, 10, yeah. Um, with all various checkout times and check-in times, so it's managing the logistics of that as well just making sure that it's all all done to plan and on time I I know. Well, yeah we kind of well we had our guests throw a spanner in the works didn't we on what was it wednesday night we had a late check-in not a late check-in oh a last minute booking, booking. yeah last, a last booking. minute booking which added to your challenges i think yeah. just, um, <laughs> yes that that's rather ramped things up i'm amazed you get away without you know stacking up a load of um speeding tickets you must be dashing around all over the place <laughs> <laughs> we just have a really good team and yeah. um yeah once you get the logistics sorted then it's all fine but yeah i am i've been quite lucky that i've not got any tickets yet <laughs> maybe i'm just so fast i don't get caught yeah <laughs> unlike yourself mr winship but perhaps we won't mention birmingham and the 50 mile an hour average speed limit i we? jinxed it as always i jinxed it i said does oh. anyone actually get caught by speed cameras on a motorway and literally like seven days take. later the letter arrives on the Seems seems they do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well. Anyway, so other than than the last twenty four hours, which I'm I'm sure has become a bit of a blur, what what have been the challenges for you this week? What have you been up to? Well, I I wanted to talk a bit about um, the the softwares that we use uh, to get cleans to to the guests uh, to the cleaners rather. Sorry, Um, just how owners communicate the the need. Very clean. Um, because we've had a couple of times recently where it's been really last minute, or maybe guests have checked in and we've not been told that there was a clean coming up. And yeah. then of course it's always the cleaner's fault. Um, and it's just we're 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 relying on the owners to tell us when we're needed. Yeah. We've got a good system, yeah. Um, where we can all log on to a um operto and then we can see what properties need cleaning when. Yeah, that's the software um, we use, isn't it? A lot like Aperto. Yes. So, so, so do not all your sorry to jump in there. So, not all your your um, clients know your operators. I think both Kim and I are, are working on them. Um, yeah, so sorry. <laughs> we so do apologise to everybody. So, not everybody that you work with—that's better. Not everybody that you work with uses the same system that we use. Then, do they? What no, do some do? people don't use a system at all. Apart from they get a notification from. Airbnb or whoever it is they're listing with, and then they'll just send us a text saying, bookings come through for this date, you know, I need you to clean here, there, you know, whatever. We've got one lady who um, will do, she'll update the iPhone, Apple calendar thing, so that kind of comes through to my phone. So I don't necessarily get a notification, but I've got to be constantly checking it. Oh, that's Um, Yeah, and then somebody else will just send us an email once a month, but then if you get amendments or new bookings throughout the month we don't know it's just at the start of the month he will 
emails saying this is what we've got for the month and, and we stick it on our calendar we schedule it in and then if there's any changes we don't know we don't oh, hear God, about that's it awful. well as, a, so, as as an operator i i can't i do get it i can imagine if you're just sat on one holiday let property that you're running yeah. is a little bit of a lifestyle business then the kind of software that we use to automate our cleans is is, is not going to be viable you can't justify the cost or the organizational hassle of trying to figure out a, a, a piece mm. of software that's as complex as that for the sake of one property so i get it but if you are if you are looking to run this as a professional business and if you particularly if you're looking to scale and operate really anything more than one unit um at the end of the day things are going to get missed Mm. balls are going to get dropped if you're relying on whatsapp messages text messages etc so there is there is there are plenty of options out there of software that are used to automate it i guess one of the challenges for you though kim is like everyone's coming to you with a different setup so you're probably yeah you know we only see our little world don't we and 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 the system that we use and we expect you to to pick up and run with that whilst forgetting maybe that you're probably doing 10 other different ways of organizing cleans with with other yeah. with other operators so that must be really challenging to keep track of yes it is i mean i'm just looking at my my taskbar on my laptop here now and i've got there's five different um websites that i need to to click on um for various properties and that in itself that doesn't bother me because i know that that's up to date because that's linked in with the booking software so when a guest books it goes directly there so i'm not relying on a third party to add it or to let me know um and it's just been really frustrating recently so if we've turned up to you know somebody will say oh my goodness i've forgotten this clean could you please go the guests are already there and then we go in and the owner might have said to the guest, oh, the cleaners forgot or the yeah. cleaners have missed you off the list. Yeah. And it's like, hang on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. And it's it seems to be like they need to remember that we're not literally just sat twiddling our thumbs waiting for yeah. them to let us know when to clean. We have lots of other clients, lots of other properties. Yeah. So it's, um, it's that communication. Yeah. And even if you just use a cheap system software to let your cleaners know, then that's better than yeah. than nothing really it's really interesting though that you you prefer that because i think a lot of operators when they're just starting out think oh you know it's it's just easier if i just send a whatsapp or i'll just you know i'll just message yeah. kim when i've got a booking and and that'll be absolutely fine but it's interesting that actually that isn't not only is that not easier for you because because actually you know you need to have the confidence that the the cleans will tally up with the bookings and that you're getting enough notice yeah. and that everything so it's it's interesting that you would actually prefer people were hooked up as professional hosts and using some of those systems right yeah and also because with that system with the software you can see far in advance i mean we've just had probably the busiest friday we've had all year yeah and even on Thursday night, I got a, a message from somebody. Oh, whoops, forgot. We've got a same day changeover tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, any chance you can squeeze us in? Well, no. But yeah. if the systems were in place, if we could see that, then we would have planned for that. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a team that we need to manage. We've got logistics. Um, and then, you know, if, if you do offer a guest a late checkout or an early check-in, then we can see that and we can plan for that in advance. Yeah. You know, we, we can't then be... Just, you know, we can't have um, an owner just message and saying, oh, by the way, instead of a 4 p.m. check in, these people have a 2 p.m. check in yeah. because that might not work for us. Yeah. I mean, we'll help where we can. Yeah. But it's all about the communication. And, you know, oh, I could never deny somebody yeah. an early check in. Well, we we know you're always you're always going to bend over backwards to try and accommodate where you can, and 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 you know we're keen to stress, and I think I hope um, Danielle and Jenna, um, well, it's Danielle primarily that you deal with that are pretty good at that, and you know we have a system whereby you know if a booking is some distance away, then they are, and it's not a same day booking, then they're authorized to um, agree to an earlier check in or a, or a late checkout, but if it's within the next few days or if it's looking like it's going to create a same day situation we always we make it very clear first of all to the guests that it's subject to availability um yeah. and what that really means is 
Danielle needs to check with you that you're comfortable with it first. And, you know, if, if you're not, if it's going to cause problems, then, you know, that's that's the priority. And we, we, unfortunately, we just have to go back to the guests and say on this occasion, we, we can't accommodate that. I guess the problems you run into, and I see a little bit of this in Facebook forums that I'm part of, that obviously are largely operators. They're very unforgiving of cleaners, in a sense. Yes. And, yep. and they almost, like you said, they expect them to sort of jump to their tune constantly. And, yeah. you know, that they'll just go ahead, willy-nilly change bookings, add early check-ins, add late checkouts, and, and you're expected to just, you know, yeah. accommodate that, no questions asked, which yeah. it's, it's like you said, it's communication. It's just a, a meeting in the middle, isn't it? We're all a team at the end of the day, and I think that's how we need to approach it. Mm. That's the thing, yeah. And it's also talking to your cleaners about, Okay, realistically, how long do you think it's going to take to to get this changeover done? I mean, we've got one house which is on average a three and a half hour clean, yeah. and their checkout window is eleven. So you check out at eleven and then in at three. Right. So that's already cutting it fine. Yeah. But fine. if you've had particularly messy guests, if less, yeah. if guests leave later, um, you might not necessarily. You know, if you if you've just got one team member that day to send to that property i mean we try to work in pairs because it's more efficient we find it more efficient to work in pairs but if you haven't got the staff that day if you've just got one person then that window is incredibly tight anyway yeah. um so it's about having that communication and it shouldn't really be for the owners to say no i'm offering a an out at 12 and in at two yeah because it's not always possible no yeah. no yeah. And it's it's interesting you say that because for our properties that are more geared towards working stays, so the Madison would be a good example of that. Um, yeah. We actually have a policy as well that that if you have a if we have a longer stay, um, that we actually as a routine when they check out we block a day in the calendar immediately afterwards because yeah. you can assume you know if someone's been there for six weeks and then you put oh, they've the definitely you, made themselves at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, and whatever that entails. So if you then um, have a same, you know, you organise a same day check in for for another booking. As much as hosts, you know, we're, we're people might think we're sort of greedy to get every penny we can, but it's just not worth it. And you can assume that there's right. going to be some issues that need sorting. And also, it's it's stressful for us as hosts that if we create same day check ins after long bookings, and there is an issue that's got sorted, we've got a matter of hours in order to maybe get a plumber out or a maintenance man out mm. or something like that. Whereas if we routinely put a day in the calendar, that might yeah. seem wasteful on face value from a financial point of view, but it saves a hell of a lot of hassle and it makes it easier for you yeah, guys, doesn't it? less stressful. It really does, yeah. 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 No, that's a really good point. And uh, yeah, I think, again, it comes back to um, the relationship that operators have with their cleaning team and just a bit of empathy and i hope that's a little bit the message we're, we're getting across yeah. with the podcast here is have a little bit of empathy with 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 your cleaners and the job oh, that they I have just... to do and you know it's difficult because we're you know we are under financial pressures to get these properties booked and to make sure that we're accommodating guests and not getting bad reviews and all that sort of thing but sometimes we have to i've said it before we have to back our team and we have to say i'm just sorry I I, I, in that circumstance we just can't accommodate that request yeah. and know. i i i, I... You know, because yesterday I did think about you all yesterday. I thought, oh, God, I hope they're all right. <laughs> because it is, you know, from when we did our, our mini stint as cleaners, it was very stressful, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. And I, I got I got my daughter to come in and help in one of the, one of the, the units that uh, when we had to step in and clean. And then when we went in, had to do the changeover. <laughs> I noticed that she put a duvet cover as a sheet underneath. And it's, you know, it's <laughs> those things, isn't it, that you've got downstairs yeah. to 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 a fine art and just to go back to those long stays as well we we also build in which is very useful well we have to really is it is that mid-stay clean which helps us they've just been keep, brilliant yeah yeah because they help yeah. keep eyes on the property really don't they on absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That makes a massive difference, doesn't it? Just having eyes on just making sure that you're know, staying on top of things and we've at least got a little feeling a heads up for what we might be heading into when the guest yeah. actually checks out yeah that's yeah. the thing i mean it's peace of mind for you guys that you know they they haven't done anything untoward in that that long stay um and also it kind of makes our job easier in the long run as well at the end because we know that 
it's being cleaned yeah. in between. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and yeah, as you say, we know what we're, we're getting ourselves into. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, sometimes you might have to steal yourself to walk into it. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> And again, our software handles that automatically. So we set up uh, parameters so that if we get a longer booking, it will automatically detect that and it will drop the mid-stay cleans in automatically at logical points within the stay, um, yeah. which is which is really helpful. But at the end of the day, it's part of our obligation. It's part of our, it's part of the serviced element of serviced accommodation. But also we have to think about how we charge and, and I often get operators asking me or coaching clients asking me well when I get a long booking how do I add on the cost of these additional mid-stay cleans and the answer is we don't mm. we do absorb the cost of those cleans that isn't charged to the to the guest at all and the logic behind that is you know if someone's booked through a, a booking portal and they've booked a long a long booking hopefully you've priced it accordingly so that is you know, a lucrative yeah. booking to you anyway, yeah. um, to then suddenly go back to them with these additional charges. Oh, by the way, because you've booked a long time, we've got this additional cost for cleaning mm -hmm. seems a little bit out of order and actually would be difficult to to actually, you know, get that through the, the yeah. OTOs anyway. But I think, like you said, that it's the benefit to us. We see it as a direct cost to the business because it helps us keep eyes on the property, eyes on the guest, let's face yeah. it, and what they're up to in the property. Yeah. And it means that hopefully we're we're in for less of a surprise when we we pick it up at yeah. the end. But I mean, as some guests do do have um, well, there's some guests that do don't understand their rights almost because they don't have rights to not allow us in. Is that right? It's, they don't yeah. have exclusive yeah. right to occupy, so they're not tenants. They don't have tenant rights. They're not allowed to deny us access to yeah. the property. Obviously, we give notice if we need to go in. That's a good point, though. Like the logistics of scheduling midstay cleans. Well, it is dead easy from our point of view, but actually making sure that the guest is aware when that's happening um, yeah. is a little bit more challenging. And, you know, what one thing we found from experience is not to ask the guest if yeah. we can go in and do a midstay clean at that yeah. time, we because see. then that's an admin nightmare, because nine times out of 10, they'll say, no, that's not convenient. Can you do it here? Can you do it there? And then you've got to change your scheduling yeah. and everything else. Or, you know, we're you know we're having to then you know bounce it back backwards and forwards between all of us so it's the it's the logistics really isn't it of yeah. how do you coordinate these mid-stay cleans mm -hmm. and we found don't ask for it just let them know and say look this is when it's happening this is the time and date of the clean that our cleaners will be attending they've got access to to the property you don't need to wait in or anything like that and then that yeah that's yeah. the best way to to operate it isn't it yeah it is really yeah Yes, no, it's brilliant. I apologise now. The thunder has just started. So if you hear the dogs in the background, I'm so sorry. Have you got a thunder? I can't hear the thunder. I can't hear the thunder all the dogs, but are they a bit scared? They? Okay. They're a bit, yes, yeah. Oh, I think we'd better let Kim go. We'll let go. you go, Kim. We'll let you go. We'll let you go. Oh, I'm uh, so sorry. No, no, it's good. We were wrapping up anyway. And that's, I think there's some really useful nuggets yeah, there as well for everybody. Kim. So. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. I know. I know it's been a brutal couple of days. So thank you again for jumping on the yeah. podcast and um, yeah. go, go and look, go and look after Paul Wilson. Is yeah. He, is yes. He, yeah. Is he no, I'm sorry. Is he carrying? He is. Bed? Oh dear. Yeah. You go. You yeah. Go. All right. He needs yeah. to look after me. I think we're going to go and have a joint nap now. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think you. I think you both deserve <laughs> it. Well. Oh, take care. Have a good one, you Kim. Take care. Thank you. Bye. 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 So what do we do now? Oh, God. We haven't got a project on. I know. Well, I'm I'm going to be doing the Stay New Forest. That's not a project. Well, it is a project. It's you know what project. I mean? We haven't got a project. And we, we, this is what we wanted. And um, I'm it feels quite slightly, happy. I know. I know. It's difficult, isn't it? If, I'm quite happy. <sighs> I've got to say that again. I am quite happy now just to move the business, just to yeah, consolidate. I get just to, feet, Yeah, though, just, I'm just going to say it again. I'm quite happy, Mark. It's I'm only, quite happy. It's only been a couple of days. I know. Um, no, we did say we wanted to be in this position over the summer. Happy face. Yeah, and, and we wanted to um, not have a, a, an active project. And what's it been, seven years mm. since we've had a, a summer where we haven't had a yes. property project? And what is on, on what is on the island downstairs? <laughs> what is on the island? A blooming printout of a property? What a right move. Yeah, there's some right move details sat on, yeah, sat on the kitchen island. I, yeah, I get twitchy. You know, I'm I just going to say I, it again. I'm quite happy. I, I like 
the thrill of the chase. I think that's the thing. Yeah, but then you get bored and then you get stressed and then you get crotchety when it doesn't quite work. I like the thrill of the chase. I like the prospect of what a new project could be, what we could do with a new site. It's difficult. It's difficult because I don't think... Um, You're exactly the same with a garden. You love to plan it, you love to design it, but I you don't hate like doing to the weeding. weed it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Although I have to do both the weeding and the property side. <laughs> Is that why you've but, let it go wild this year? Yeah. But no, I think, yeah, <laughs> pipelines. So what have we got coming up? Well, we do have a few, few things we're looking at. Um, you You're know, looking that, at. That they're sort of just spooling up in the background. I, I, I agree, though. I, th I think both of us are a little bit... I was going to say jaded. That's unfair. We probably need to, well, quite literally give ourselves a break. Um, we haven't had a break. It's been pretty intense. Yeah. And I um, mean, even when we went for our little mini break, we were still working, weren't we? And yeah. I, I think I just get really bad FOMO. So if I see do. if I see an opportunity, um, I really don't like to feel that I've missed there out on something There must be some sort of self-help book that gets rid of FOMO for you. Do you know what we need to do, though? And and I I really think it's it's this would be a good time for us to do this and and let let's let's set it out here on the podcast. We need to have another goal setting and vision session now that now that we've Eaton House is is up and running and yeah. Touchwood most of the teething issues are under control. Um, Pumps water. I think we need to revisit our vision. We need to revisit our goals so yeah. that we're clear on where we're heading. And if we do look at any projects in the near future we know why we're doing that what purpose they serve within yeah. our journey and, and and everything else because um you know ju just just wanting to do a project for a project's sake is not a good enough reason no. we, we property is a vehicle for us it, it's about um it's about achieving things for our family it's about creating uh, you know a lifestyle a legacy it's about but it's also about building a business and a team and a brand and we love all that side and and i am looking forward to just focusing on that side and of it having time to enjoy it that's the thing is time yeah time is the most important thing no you're rubbish no. no i'm not very good at that um but that's yeah okay well I, i'm gonna go and Am I going to go and throw that right move document away then? Are we not? We're not looking. No, at we'll that? just keep it there. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying never. I'm just saying, yeah, just, just. Yeah. We we do. We need. A, to be honest, you know, we've got a lot of moving pieces within our business. We do need a period of time when um, we really just focus on making sure everything's optimized, working as well yeah. as it can. So I'm not. I'm not saying we haven't got a couple of things in the pipeline potentially that we're looking at and we're running some numbers on and what have you we have. But maybe maybe I need to delete right move from my phone for a, a few weeks yeah. just so that yeah. I'm not tempted yeah. to start looking And around. if anyone does write a book It's like on, a disease. It's like an addiction. I know. If anyone has written a book or can know a book where it deals with FOMO, please let us know. Well, it's all about goal setting and vision, isn't it? That's the answer to FOMO because FOMO is about bouncing from one thing to another just because, um, you know, you've got to have a clear purpose and a clear structure to what you're doing. And, and I think, to be fair, I mean, we set goals at the beginning of the year. Um, it would be really interesting to revisit those, actually, because I think we've 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 nailed a lot of those goals. So Some, some of the stuff we've done wasn't even on the, on no, the vision. No, probably wasn't. No, that does tend to happen. We look yeah. back and we go, oh, that that hotel wasn't on the uh, vision board at the yeah. beginning of the year. But yeah. there we go. Um, so we have got a few things on the pipeline. Most of them are, well, all of them are in the hospitality space, the apart hotel space, um, nursing home conversions, old hotel conversions, those sort of things. So as always, not small projects. Um, <laughs> so they are a big undertaking. And, and I am torn because, um, yeah, I think both of us could, I, th I think to be fair, I'm not, done uh, i'm not prepared to stop you know i do i do enjoy developing out projects and that side of things but i think um approaching it with a bit of fresh energy yeah. is not going to be a bad thing so no, no. yeah uh, yeah no and it would be good if um you know the economic landscape i mean i know it doesn't have a bearing on projects because obviously you do the numbers on where we are at the moment but you know, it would be nice to see interest rates stabilise. I'm not even asking them for it to go down, but it would be nice if they just stayed the same for 14 months, probably 14 months. Yeah, but you're straying into excuses territory there, aren't oh, you? Yeah. There's all, It's always know, a good time to buy. You've just got to structure the deal right. Yeah, well, that's what I meant when I said you always look at the numbers. But um, 
And I know for, for people sort of starting out, you know, actually this is a really good time to start because obviously there are going to be a lot of opportunities out there for people because there's going to be people that want to sell and want to move on. And, you know, there are going to be loads of, of opportunities for the taking. Yeah. I think if you have an abundance mentality, and that's, to be fair, one thing I think I do pretty well is, um, you know, I, I, I my mind has always worked a little bit like that, seeing opportunities and where other people might be running scared. I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm quite good at turning that into an opportunity and, and, and finding areas we could pivot into. Is that and Warren, that sort Buffy, of thing. Warren Buffett quote? When people are, yeah, when other people are scared, be greedy and vice yeah, versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. Well, that's a wrap for episode 15. I, th- I think we, we waffled a little bit. We're a yeah, bit really fried, aren't we? That. A bit mentally fried. Yeah, but, sorry. Um, we're, a bit we're, tired. Yeah, but it is what it is. You know, yep. we've made a commitment to come to people every week and um, it's been a really busy week and hopefully there's been some nuggets in that that people can take away. I have actually um, woken up now. <laughs> as, as we say all along, never a dull moment in the world of hospitality and service accommodation yet again. Uh, I hope you did enjoy the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you are listening. This will make sure that you're alerted to every new episode. And if you haven't done so already and you have a couple of minutes to leave us a quick review, we would really appreciate it. And most importantly, it helps other people discover the pod. So cliffhangers well i mean god i i can't even bring myself to say well is, is he going to go back on the whole new project thing <laughs> um i mean i just want to put it out there i don't know if i've mentioned i'm actually quite happy at the moment i'm quite happy i'm looking into so by my the next episode i'm looking into my stash my bobble hats my dog coats my brollies i'm just looking at all those things you know i'm gonna you know just sort of talk to people about stay new forest so by the next episode what you're saying is will we have another project on the cards will we make a new offer and going against everything that we've just said because i am actually quite happy at the moment who knows um but also will caroline get her way and uh, by the time that we speak to you next week will we fully stashed out with dog coats and woolly hats and umbrellas and all sorts of uh, all Coach, sorts of yeah, yeah branded Stars. gear. Um, if we are, we will be sharing it on Instagram. Stars. So, um, as always, we love to hear from you. Uh, please do give us a follow over on Instagram at Secret Service Podcast and drop us a DM, a voice note, or even a video for a chance to be our listener of the week or even a best friend of the podcast. Thanks again for listening, everybody, and we will catch you, you on so the much. next Thank episode. You. Bye. Bye.